All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured Titan for today, Sue Pinky Benson. Hey, Sue, thanks so much. I want to give you a, a high five, digital high five. Um, so it's an honor to have you from beautiful Naples, Florida. Um, this is really, really exciting. So thanks so much for taking the time. Well, thank you for having me, Greg. I'm excited to be here. Unfortunately, our weather's a little cloudy this afternoon because it's Florida in the summer, so you get a little rainstorm, so hopefully we can see everything good. <laughs> yes, I can see you and hear you loud and clear, and so is the audience. So I, I, I want to dive right into the series of questions, you know, Pinky, really for everybody just to get to know you as a person, a professional, just a little bit more. So uh, I guess let's just start with the first one. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, okay, so I, I have to say that usually this is like the most awkward question for me because I really, I really do not like to talk about myself in that sense. Like I'm always like, just Google me and look that up because I'm not really good at it. So Love it. Um, basically, uh, in a nutshell, I am a mom, I am a wife, and I am a real estate agent. And uh, I do some videos from time to time that has gotten some attention. And so now I get to go out and I get to train other real estate agents on how to use video to grow their businesses. And I get to sell properties all over Southwest Florida. So that's kind of what I am in a nutshell for the most part. I'll be 44 next week. So um, wow. other than that, I've been blessed with a, a couple of uh, different life uh, careers. So my previous life, which is what I called my BC life before children was in broadcast journalism. So that's wow. a little bit of who I am. That's what my degree is in anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, and so just for everybody out there, I mean, a lot of the people that are going to be tuning in, um, obviously your, your brand and awareness and recognition is huge in the marketplace of real estate. Reputation's impeccable. Uh, the fact that, you know, you're utilizing video in a creative way and, and different digital technologies to really grow and expand brand awareness, I think is beautiful. Um, so, Everybody, make sure you're following Pinky on every single site that's out there. We'll put links in the comments down below, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, I do want to touch on, uh, you know, your prior career. So broadcast journalism, what was it about that? And then I guess what took you from there to real estate and what you're doing today? Um, well, I have to tell you, I think it was like I was about 13 years old, you know, when you're making those big life decisions on what you want to be when you grow up. And, um, you know, the thing that I, I love my father, great, amazing man, but he is addicted to the news and he would turn it on every night at dinner, six o'clock, that news came on and you could not change the channel. And I think subconsciously, I kind of thought, oh, well, you know, maybe my dad will like be more involved with me if I'm, if I'm sitting at that news desk. <laughs> Interesting. So, no way. So okay. He probably would be like, oh, Susan, I paid attention to you. And he did. But you know, I think it was just one of those things that I was like, oh, well, my dad likes the news. So therefore, if I'm telling him the news, you know, I was the youngest. So, you know, the one that was kind of babied and oh, yeah, that's nice to see, you know. So I thought, oh, well, if I'm in front of the camera, they're not going to think, you know, that I'm this ditzy little girl with the blonde pigtails running around, wow. you know. 
Um, so I, I went into journalism. I went to uh, Florida Southern, which is in Lakeland, and I got my degree in uh, broadcast journalism. And then, um, you know, my first couple of gigs that were actually, I started in Fort Myers and my mom was like, Susan, they're the only people that can call me Susan, by the way. Okay. Um, you know, you, for the amount of money that we spent for you to, to go to school, you, you know, you could have been now being a manager at, you know, so-and-so's pizza shack for the amount of money you're making in television. Cause Money wow. is very small in TV. Unreal. Um, and so, yeah, so then I got into Tampa market and um, eventually I got the opportunity to go in front of the camera because what I did prior to that was I was a producer and my job was for people that had um, consumer issues. <laughs> so let's say you had a problem with a company because you bought a couch and the couch fell apart and then the company never called you back and you were stuck with this broken couch. I was the one that you called and I had a reporter I worked with and we would go out with the camera rolling over our shoulder and do confrontations on camera and talk about like coming into it in your twenties and being like, Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> I had people mooning me. We thought there were guns. You know? <laughs> like, Unreal. It was a crazy, crazy situation. So, uh, but I learned a lot from that job, you know, a lot about confrontation and, um, you know, and a, about how to make things work and negotiations and all of those good things that come into the business. So I did that for a good portion of my twenties. And hmm. then I was actually pregnant with my second child and we had the season of storms go through. So we had all those hurricanes. Wow. At one point I'm like, you know, sleeping underneath of my desk, you know, and cause you go, cause everybody, when a news, when a hurricane comes, news goes on and everybody else goes off, right? Everybody else, you know, goes ducks and covers and we're out there, you know, sharing the news and telling you what's going on. Hmm. So hmm. for me, I was like, okay, you know, I, this is a little too much for me with the kids. Um, you know, and so I, I decided to stay home for a little while and, uh, I, I did the, the mom, uh, full-time mom, which is a huge responsibility, a huge yeah. job in itself. And I enjoyed it. And then one of my friends who is, uh, actually a really close friend of mine, he was the broker owner of a Remax in, yeah. uh, just in a small town North of Tampa. And that's where we were living. And he's like, I need somebody to answer the phones part-time. And he's like, would you come in and answer the phones for me? And his, like, his wife is my sorority sister, my roommate from college. This is a guy I went to college with. I'm like, all right, Zach, <laughs> I'll come answer the phone. And, you know, the next thing you know, oh, you should get your real estate license, right? Oh, uh, Ten years wow. later. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. So it's, but it's, it's, it's been a journey and it's, you know, so really how uh, the, the whole getting into video came into play. It wasn't like, Hey, I got my real estate license license. Let's go do a video. It wasn't like that. It was, I was, it was actually a few years into it. And I went to one of these little like sessions during the day where, you know, they have like three or four hours and they have some speakers and I'm in this room. And I remember at the time I was into these really large hats. So I have this big hat on my head. Love and, it. Love it. <laughs> Like I'm talking like Southern Belle, you know, Kentucky Derby hats on my head and I'm sitting there and they're talking about Twitter because it was Facebook and Twitter at the time. Wow. And this woman is up there and she's talking about the power of Twitter and how to use it to grow your business. And then she starts talking about video and I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. I have this degree that I need to like brush off and do something with it. Hmm. And I'm like, and I already liked social media and I already saw the marketing aspect of it. And then I'm like, Oh wait, now there's video and social media. And this lady was actually uh, Katie Lance. Okay, and yeah. that is how I first met Katie Lance. And she was tweeting at me about my big hat. She's like, I see you with your big hat. <laughs> yes. 
That's awesome. So, so yeah, so that was how I started. And then the other person that was in the room that day that was speaking was Chris Smith, the curator. Okay. So, you know, and this is when they were first starting out and they were both talking about the power of video. And so I went home and even though I have a degree in journalism, you know, editing was on and you're probably too young for this, but we had VHS tapes. Oh yeah. Know. I remember VHS you tapes. You had to learn how to edit on those. So wow. this is a long time ago hmm. and it was like, okay, so how do I digitally edit? I had never done that. It had just started when I left the journalism business and I was a producer, I didn't edit. I just wrote the stories, you know, and created the stories. I didn't edit them. Hmm. So I had to figure out and there really wasn't much with YouTube and, you know, so I'm in there like hacking myself through editing. Um, and I edited my first video, super proud of it. It was probably the worst thing ever, which is what everybody <laughs> always says, right? The first <laughs> worst. And, I did it just like you would do with news. Like, hi, it's me, Sue Benson with Remax Marketing Special. It, you know, like, wow, that's <laughs> awesome. <you> <laughs> so, hmm. long, long way past that. Now all you have to do is flip open your phone and hit the live button and the whole world is watching. <laughs> well, and, and I, I think that that's a beautiful progression into your career and obviously how you've become who you are and the communities and the impact that you've had. Um, you know, we, we were talking kind of before we went live here, but I just want to make sure that you know, everybody out there. So Pinky Knows Video, right, is a, is a great resource for everybody who's really That's trying right. to dive in. Is that, is that correct? So yeah, it's my group on Facebook. So anybody can come in and join. Um, and you know, it's just basically I go in there and ask you questions or I might give you some examples of how I do video on a daily basis so that it's easy, digestible chunks. I'm not going to teach you how to, you know, go into screen flow and edit a full on video. That's not the purpose of it. Um, there's some really great groups that can do that for you. The, the purpose is everyday video, how to use it, how to create something, an app that really works well, hmm. questions about equipment, things of that nature where we keep it, you know, we talk about social media too. Like today we're, do you understand Instagram stories? And right now the majority of people have no clue. They're like, please help. <laughs> well said. Well said. And they need to know that's, that's huge. Gotta go where the eyes are. Oh, I love this. And, and Pinky, we're going to dive deep into this too. I, I, I do want to move on to the next question because I think that, you know, people have a really good idea now kind of who you are and what you represent in there. But I think it really does matter as to what drives you and motivates you, gets you excited out of bed every morning to do what you do to level you do it at. It's, it's the why question. I mean, what's your why? Why do you do what you do? Um, you know, I would say four years ago, I would have had a completely different why, which would have been along the lines of, you know, um, I do it for my family to get up in the, you know, to, to make ends meet, to make myself feel like, you know, I'm still a working woman that I have drive. Um, but four and a half years ago, we lost our son Sawyer. Um, he had a very rare and, um, you know, not something that was detectable and not something that was curable. Um, and in that moment of, you know, what really matters in life that comes to play, you know, you look around and you go, none of this really matters. None of this really matters. And so um, he could have very easily been my excuse. I, I hear excuses all day, every single day when people go to do a video. Oh, I can't do it because my hair doesn't look good today. Or I, I lose 10 pounds. My voice sounds funny. Or, oh, I, I'm just too busy. You know, I, I hear excuses every single day. And mm -hmm. I realized uh, through watching a lot of Gary Vee, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, he was, he was my inspiration in a very dark time um, that we all have excuses every single day. 
And what are you going to do about it? You know, mm -hmm. um, are you going to say, okay, I'm not going to get out of bed because my son passed away. I'm not going to get up and do something to, I'm not going to go to work because my son passed away. I, I, I have that right. I mean, who would blame me? Who would, sure. who would say like, oh, well, she's an alcoholic now because, you know, that's what she spends her day doing because she lost her son. And that's a lot of people go down that road and I completely understand it. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I didn't want that for his legacy. I was, I'm very focused on what Sawyer's legacy is. Okay. And I want people to say, I do that in spite of that. He is my reason. So when I don't want to do it, I get up because, well, I'm doing this for him as much as I'm doing it for anybody else because he taught me that I only have this one life and I want it to be, I want to be a better human every year hmm. um, and, and a better real estate agent. I mean, that's on the side, but you know, being a better human being and just being better at what I do and you know, each transaction I do, it's, it's now more about the relationship. It's not a transaction. Like what can I spend 10 minutes listening to them because they need to be heard. You know, I mean, I went through a walkthrough this afternoon and this isn't my seller. I have the buyer. I'm doing the walkthrough for the buyer. Hmm. And afterwards uh, the seller came downstairs and he was showing me the garage and he just starts telling me his story about how he just got married again at 84 and he had his wife for 58 years and she died of cancer. He just wants to be heard. And wow. I learned that from Sawyer. And so that's my why is, you know, 10 minutes, let me, let me hear your story because somebody wants to hear it, you know, and somebody wants to tell it and we have to be better humans and more compassionate. And that's really what's important to me. Wow. I, I mean, Pinky, when you're, when you're breaking that down, I mean, there's so many compelling whys is what you started with your family and then finances and then moving forward with, with Sawyer and, and really extending that legacy out to the community. I know that that care and that tender nature that you're mentioning, it, it's above us. And it obviously bleeds through to the community that you service as well as the clients, um, you know, that are becoming your extended family. So, I mean, that's, that's super genuine and a huge why, um, you know, and, and I hope everybody hears this and really sees this nature. I mean, it's beautiful. So, I mean, thanks for sharing that. It's not, uh, not always the easiest thing to get onto the, the very personal subjects, but I think those are some of the most important whys um, as to what these top producers really do and professionals in the communities. Um, so I, I do want to shift gears into the next question, which is actually a crowd pleaser uh, for this particular series. They, the, the people who subscribe to this particular series, they want to know what the Titans are doing or have done to grow and scale their business. It, advice that they could give or take that's you know applicable and right through. And I, I know that you're heavy into the digital end and, and everything that's going on, but if you could look at your business thus far, and pick or choose one or two things that you added that took it from one level to the next. What's that look like for you? Well, I mean, I can actually tell you that um, now that I'm in Naples, I've only been here since we lost Sawyer. So okay. we, I started over. So I had a career in Tampa area and I was a very top producing agent there. I was at, you know, my parents looked at me and said, what are you crazy? You're going to leave all this, you know, wow. <laughs> start over. So I can tell you from the standpoint of having to start over in a new market that is oversaturated with real estate agents that are mostly non-producing agents, you know, they're just somebody that have their license and maybe they show a house here or there, but this isn't their, this isn't their job where they are going to make their money and feed their family. This is just something that they do on the side, which is okay. I understand it. Um, but you know, for those of us making a career out of it, it can be challenging at times. So sure. for me over the last few years, I've had to watch my income go from, you know, one place all the way down 
-hmm. and now I'm in this rebuilding state that um, it has taken four years. And it's like, you know, I go back two years ago and I was at my lowest and as far as income level. And now if things are on track for this year, I will be five times where I was two years ago. What other? Wow, that's huge that in though. Thank you. But what, what industry can you do? I mean, that's an amazing. And so when you say, what are, what are some of the things that I've done? Um, you know, I invested into bomb bomb as far as, um, getting that as something that I knew was going to be important for me. Um, the one-on-one, if you guys don't know what bomb bomb is, it's a video email marketing. Um, and it, it allows us to send an email via text or via email that says, you know, it's a video and you're just like, Hey, it's me pinky. I just wanted to check in, see how things are going. Do you have any questions about that property? I sent you. If you do just let me know. And it gives them that personal touch because we, we so many times get these keyboard messages and we're like, what does that dot, dot, dot mean? Like, (laughs) what are they implying? You know? And whereas if I see it in my voice, then they understand and, and bomb bomb, for all of the agents out there, they're like, okay, you know, they get all these people coming at them from Zillow to Dot Loop to all these amazing products, nothing against them. Sure. You're like, what, you know, I have this little budget. What should I spend my money on? I firmly say for whatever, it's like $70 a month or something. Mm-hmm. Invest it in BombBomb. You get landing pages. You get, you know, you get help. They answer the phone and help you. They can help you with a lot of different things. Um, so that was one of the instrumental things I started first. Um, okay. And then um, I think really getting a good CRM in place is crucial. And so many agents, I mean, agents that have been in this business for like 20 years, 30 years. And I say, what do you use for CRM? Go First they go, what is that? And then, <laughs> right here. Yeah, I right. Really organized. I got a notebook. Yeah, hold on. Let me open this up. Let me open this up. And I'm like, okay, so basically you're telling me you're not going to be in business in five years. Wow. That's really where we're at. I mean, well said. You have to have some sort of CRM. And I know, you know, I have a lot of friends that are like, I've been in this for 10 years and I don't know where to even start. Who do I put in there? And it's overwhelming. And Mm. I'm like, just start. Just put the next person that calls you in that list and then start using it every single day. So, and then of course, BombBomb integrates with your boom. I have Boomtown, but you know, it integrates into the system, into your CRM and a lot of them do. And so there, now you have two big components. And I think the other thing is knowing when you need help. And Hmm. for me, this past year, it was getting a little crazy and I was like, I finally had to go to my husband who has had his license for five years. Okay. <laughs> it was never like, it was just hanging your referral status. And I would finally like rip the cord and I'm like, quit your job. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> if nothing else, I need you to be here when, when I can't be here and I'm out presenting in other parts of the country. I'm like, I need you to hold the fort down. So, but bringing him on became the next step that I needed. And I, and it grew my business just having that ability. And I, I didn't realize that he was the secret ingredient. Wow. So maybe it's just hiring that virtual assistant to take on some part of your business, you know, um, mm-hmm. just to help you, but you have to recognize it. You have to say, Oh, okay, this is it. I need help. Well, I mean, I think that the advice that you were giving is huge advice, talking about proper systems, CRMs, and then again, you know, integrating that so that you can expose yourself. There's a ton of hard work in there. So, I mean, anybody who's watching or listening, obviously that hard work never goes away. Setting up the proper systems is going to hopefully save you time 
But when it comes down to it, you still got to put in the hours, you got to do it. The other piece is knowing when to ask for help, I think is fantastic. And whether you are hiring an assistant or support staff or, or building a partnership, uh, that's one thing. But even just asking your peers, hey, I need some advice on this. What have you done? What's going on? Physically reaching out to the people you're surrounding yourself with in the community, other people you respect. That's huge advice, Pinky. And, and so many people just, they're too afraid to approach somebody like you and say, hey, you know, I really love what she's done, but uh, she's too busy, you know? But I find that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the most successful people out there in the world, they share, they give. There's nothing to hide. There's nothing to hold back. Um, so I just think it's best practice. No, and I, and I, I, for me, like when I give out that information, it's so funny to me because especially with like, a lot of the um, real estate agents who've been in the business for a very long time, they're always mm -hmm. like, oh, why is she sharing? Why is she sharing? You know, they come from this place of, this is my sandbox. I don't share. And I, I'm so the opposite of that way that to the point that sometimes my husband says to me, you're too nice. You tell people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Like, so what? If I, if, if on my death day, they come and they say, well, you know, she was just too nice of a person. Like, mm. I'm good. Okay? Yeah. There are worse things for sure. There are worse things in life than that. So, but I mean, I think that, yeah, you, but you do also have to recognize, like, if somebody is giving you their time, they're giving you their time. So, you know, just take that 10 minutes and, and use it the best way possible to, you know, when you have that 10 minutes with them, don't, you know, don't hit them up constantly either. You know, Well said. I mean, because sometimes it gets overwhelming, like, you know, so be, be aware of their time as much as, you know, you're asking of them. They're, they're more than happy to share with you, but mm. be ready for those 10 minutes and say, okay, like I had 10 minutes with Tom Ferry. I knew exactly what I was going to ask Tom Ferry and love it. went right into it. And we got out in 13 minutes and I was like, woohoo, we're good. You know? Oh. So Love just that. know that, you know, they will share, but also use their advice. I don't know how many times you, you ask and you get the answer and then they're like, hmm. <laughs> Am I going to do something about this or did it just sound great? I mean, yeah. oh, wow. I, I mean, that's, that's huge. And, and again, everybody who's watching or listening to this, listen to what, you know, Pinky is saying. This is honest truth. This is really good stuff. And don't take advantage of her time because it is very valuable. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you. I just want to throw this disclaimer out there. Not to say you can't reach out. Horrible. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. And, and everybody understands exactly where you're coming from with that. And so I think it's, it's super honorable. And, and, you know, again, thanks for sharing that. Hopefully everybody took crazy notes because this is great advice. Pause it, rewind it, whatever you need to do. Um, I do want to shift gears on this to the next question, Pinky. And this is the tricky part of this interview. It's oh. the challenge question. Uh, so what I always bleed into this with the particular series is we all deal with challenges in our lives. No one's exempt. Uh, we all have struggles or hardships, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future. Uh, no one's exempt, but I really believe it's what we learn from these experiences, what we can take away, and how we can impact into the future in the positive light. You might have already jumped into that a little bit with your challenge, but if you could share a challenge that you dealt with, you overcame, or learned from that you could share with everybody, what's that look like for you? Well, I mean, definitely Sawyer is the pivoting, pivotal moment in my life. Um, that changed, you know, my direction right. changed the way I, I want to be for, you know, the rest of my life and, and what I'm remembered for and what he's remembered for. Those are really, and it, it's hard because, you know, when you go through the, the tragedy of the moment, you know, people understand in the moment, but they don't get that it's a long-term change because everybody expects you to go back to who you used to be. 
Hmm. And, um, you know, it's one of those things we all say, you know, you go to the psychiatrist and they say, you know, draw that line, say, this is my line. Once you've crossed it, you know, that's it, you know, and, and that's a very difficult thing to do, not so much for the person doing it, but for the person on the other side going, wait a minute, I used to be able to be that person with her. And now she's telling me, no, what does she think? She's too good for me or, you know, something to that effect. And so for me, that's a challenge that I deal with on a daily basis, whether it's in my business where I say, okay, this person, and this is, this is business, Mm -hmm. you know, they're toxic. And I, you know, I'm not going to deal with toxic and that could be, you know, something, you know, that's just drama ridden, or it could be just a really bad, uh, you know, energy of that person. But I'm well enough aware to say like, okay, this is my line, right? Mm-hmm. This is and and I'm going to stand here and say, I'm okay with that. If you want to take your business and you want to go somewhere else, because I'm not the right fit for you. I'm okay with that. And so that's a challenge that, you know, I still have to go through every single day. And even I have to teach my husband, you know, cause he's now into the business with me that, okay, not every client is the right client for us. And, and that's, and that's hard. Cause you, you're like, well, that's a paycheck. And it's like, but that means that it's about the money and it's not about the, the relationship. And sure. so, and that can be hard. Cause you're like, Hey, I got to pay the mortgage this month. I got bills to pay. I get it. I totally understand and get it. But in, in reality, you have to look at yourself and say, okay, what is my, my real end game? What is going to fulfill me on a different level than just what's in my bank account? You know, and, and I get it. I totally get it. Cause my husband's like, you're crazy. <laughs> and half the time he thinks I'm crazy, but oh. he's slowly coming to it because it's like, we start working with these clients and he's like, oh, but you know, Jacob's really cool. And he's really, not, I, I'm going to go hang out with Jacob now and we're going to go play golf. And I'm like, that's the point of working with people that are like you. You start right. to bring them into your, your circle and you're like, okay, I, I want this per- person in my energy. I want this person in my life. And so that's what, you know, overcoming the challenge of always thinking that you have to be for every single person. And it, you know, and that's also, it eliminates the competition factor, which is another challenge that, you know, before, I was very focused on being, oh, I have to be number one. Who's the number Mm -hmm. one in the office? Who are the top 10 in the office? How many deals have I closed? How much money have I made? How much blah, blah, blah. Now my competition is, and you say this, but people don't get it. My competition is myself. I'm not worried about what Becky Joe's doing next to me. I'm not worried about what Henry just listed. Okay. I'm worried about what did I do last year and what did Pinky do last year? Like, have I beat Pinky? Because that's my goal is to beat her. Am I doing better than what she was last year, whether that's as a real estate agent or as a human, you know, Josh and I have dedicated now giving to children's miracle network in honor of Sawyer. So we did our first fundraiser in June. We raised almost 5,000. We have another one this month. So those are things that, Hey, I didn't do that last year and I want to continue to grow that. So those are the challenges that I look at and say, those are what are important in my life. Not all this drama, toxic, putting things up on social media just to get attention. Ugh. I don't do it. And so, but that's my line. And some people go, well, wait, that's not who you used to be. And it's like, well, you know what? That's okay too, because I'm not who I used to be. So, Uh, I mean, I I think that that's, uh, you know, a beautiful representation of obviously what you've been through and what you're going through and learn from. Uh, I think to address the fact that you're talking about, you're not the same person you were. I, I really do find that to be really healthy. 
uh, we should all be in uh, evolution, right? We should all be growing and changing and hopefully becoming better versions of ourselves and, and giving. And you're doing all that and then so much more, Pinky. I mean, this is incredible. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing that story because I know that there's a lot of people listening to this or, or tuning in here that you're going to inspire um, and, and really, really make an impact on their lives in so many different ways. It, it's not about the numbers. It's about making a difference, being the best version of yourself and, and stop focusing on all the noise and the negativity. I mean, all of that is just so powerful. Um, not everybody's going to get that right away. It's a mindset thing. I, I really think it takes time. And, and as, as you had kind of alluded to earlier with your whys, I mean, four years ago, your why would have, would have been different, you know, to what to say. I think it's the same thing. Our, our minds are growing. The, the books you read, podcasts we listen to, movies we watch, travel we do, the good, the bad, and the ugly, that, that makes us who we are. Um, you know, so I think that's very healthy. And, you know, again, I just know that that's going to pull at a lot of people's hearts. And, you know, thanks for sharing pinky, because it's not easy to do in front of everybody, you know, um, you know, kind of that sort of thing. But I do want to um, shift gears onto a softer note. Uh, so we did we did make it through. But uh, this is actually my favorite question. It's the travel back in time question. So no one has a time machine or a crystal ball. But if you could travel back in time, and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, any age range of your life or any time frame. what would you say to your younger self? I think I was a very um, high-strung uh, teenager, uh, right. very, very, very worried. I think you probably hear this, worried about what other people think. Um, and and I, was, I was in a place of um, insecurity. And so I think, you know, just telling myself that, like, high school isn't the end-all, this isn't, this isn't what's all, what's going to be, you know? Um, so just take this day by day and don't worry so much about it. Just breathe would really be my, just breathe, just relax. <laughs> this isn't, you know, not going to, you know, not getting the big date for the prom isn't going to really matter when you're 44. I guarantee you, you are not going to care, you know, right. so those little moments of like, you know, Sue, just calm down, you know, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I mean, I think that, you know, my mindset was, uh, you know, my, my parents were much older when they had me, they were 40 and which back then was old, you know, in the seventies to have a child. And so, um, my mom had come from a generation of which you would go off to high school and you found a boyfriend and you got married. And so my mindset in high school was like, oh, I need to have a boyfriend mm-hmm. you know, because that's what my mom said happens. I go to high school again, you know? And so I didn't realize that there was a whole nother world out there, you know? And I think that, you know, I felt like, oh, I didn't get this boyfriend. So therefore I'm not as good as I should be. Right. Sure. So if I could go back and say to myself, like, don't worry about it. There's enough boys in the world to keep you for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, you know, you just get so wrapped up. Oh, I have to find the boyfriend. And it's like, oh, please. So I've been, I, I really taught that to my 16 year old daughter. It seems to be working well. <laughs> I love that. I mean, and, and really that's huge advice for, for not just young Piggy, but everybody who's watching or listening to this, myself included is, especially real estate professionals, entrepreneurs, um, you know, highly driven people, everything seems so important in the moment. And I think that when we are younger, we've all felt that. But in a lot of instances, that does carry over into our adult lives and our occupations. So looking at it and say, hey, you know, just prioritize the best you can. Don't overreact. Calm down. Everything's going to work itself out. So many professionals, especially on the real estate end, I mean, so many mentors in my life say, hey, Greg, you know what? It's not brain surgery. It's just real estate. I mean, nothing's no, it's not do or die. 
um, you know, you prioritize, you do the best you can, but life happens, right? And so I think that's, to me, that's huge advice. It's easier said than done for a yeah. lot of people, but it's really, really important that everybody takes that to heart or at least lets that soak in a little bit. You know, well, I think that's you know huge. I, mean? I see a lot of real estate agents, they get on social media and they're like, hashtag best damn realtor that ever existed. <laughs> hashtag, booyah, look at me, I'm the best one ever. And I'm like, guys, you sold a house. You did not create the earth in which it stands. Like, you know, let's be honest here. Okay. So always take that with a grain of salt. Like, you know, it, it, it is, I guess it's a big purchase. It's one of their biggest, and I get it. But at the end of the day, if it's not a right fit, it's not a right fit. You can't put the square peg in the round hole. Love it. True statements. True statements here, everybody. This is real and honest right here uh, from Pinky. This is great stuff. So I, I want to go into the, the next question, which this one ends up being another crowd pleaser on top of it because the, the people who are really subscribing to this particular series, they, again, want to know what the Titans are doing to grow their minds, how they're expanding, educating themselves through any variant. Um, so, you know, Pinky, what books uh, are you reading or read, podcasts you're listening to or listen to right now, um, coaches, social media gurus, anybody that's inspiring you, how are you feeding your mind? <laughs> well, when, you, when we were talking about this, I was like, books, uh, yeah, um, I, I really, I have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> like people send them to me and I'm like, oh, I really want to read this and I just can't find time. I keep trying. I'm horrible. So I, I love it. I'm, talk about going back in time. I feel like I'm letting down my English teachers, right? <laughs> read these books. Um, but, you know, I'm, a, I'm an avid podcast person. Okay. I go on my walk and, you know, if I'm walking the dog or if I'm out at the beach or whatever and I'm constantly, I'm in the car. My husband's now like, oh my gosh, now we have to hear this stuff all the time. Oh, that's great. But it's, you know, for me, my favorite podcast that I'm totally hooked on right now is Tom Ferry okay. um, because I really enjoy his um, diversity when mm -hmm. it comes to what his podcasts are on. So sometimes he's interviewing other, you know, real estate people, um, but he can always take an interview and he can transition it so that it's reflective on real estate. So he was interviewing Chris Voss, which is a big, big time negotiator uh, for the FBI at one point. And I mean, this guy was wow. doing you know, um, kidnappings. He was the negotiator for, you know, over 150 kidnappings in his career. I mean, it's oh, so how do you take that and transition that into real estate? Well, obviously negotiations is part of our everyday. And so it was really interesting to just listen to him and talk about like how he handles an email, like mm -hmm. negotiations within an email. So if you get a chance, I highly recommend that one. I just made my husband listen to it and he was like, Oh, that was good. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Stamp so, of approval. Yes. So I, I'm a big Tom Ferry fan for that because there is the diversity and then there's the ones where Tom's just talking and, um, you know, and he talks about some great things too. Um, then I, I love Oprah. Okay. Yeah, no, for sure. I love, um, I think it's called soul, soul food. I think it's called, um, but it's basically, it's, you know, the old Oprah show, but she's, it's on your ears now. And mm -hmm. so she interviews all kinds of different people and there's always some sort of nugget that you can take away from it that is related to our day-to-day -day lives, whether it's about our soul searching or it's about real estate, she puts it into perspective and Quite frankly, I think for people that want to be better at doing video and want to go out and interview people, as you know, Greg, interviewing is not easy. It is not, not just turn the camera on and start asking questions because you're going to see people freeze up and they're going to be like, you're <laughs> in headlights and they're not uh, going to say anything but yes or no. And it, it takes a certain finesse. 
Um, and if you want to be a better interviewer, if you listen to the way Oprah asks questions and what, how she waits and pauses for the answer and how she can take the question and move it in a different direction. All of that is really important when you're doing videos and interviewing somebody else and watching for their signs to know what is it that they get interested in about? What is it that excites them? And you can see the transition. So podcast, Oprah, love that one. Love um, it. Of course, I, I still listen to my Gary Vee on occasion. Um, mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, my, my friend, Michelle Belisari, she has a great podcast out. Um, and that one is, is, she interviews a lot of real estate agents in town. So it's the real estate influencers, uh, oh, podcast. Cool. uh the buzz, the buzz. Um, and that one's a good one to listen to as well. Um, just quick little 20 minutes. So if you're in the car and you're just looking to get a little quick hit, hmm. uh, you know, that's always a, is a good option. I think for anybody in the real estate field, um, those Love are some of the ones I like. Okay. No, and those are all great. And I love the fact that they're diverse into so many uh, factors into, you know, inspiration, motivation, really thought process and, and, and picking and choosing. But that's what I love about, you know, true professionals is they're always learning. They're always growing. They're absorbing. You're, you're obviously teaching a ton of professionals and you're on stage and you're doing that, but you're also sitting in the audience. You're also at the conventions and sitting in the audience and learning too. Um, physically, which I think is fantastic, but there's multiple ways to learn. If it's books or podcasts or YouTube or conferences or just mastermind groups, do it. And that's very consistent with the Titans, you know, on the series here is just, just ferocious learners, just constantly hungry for new knowledge and information, uh, which I think is great. So, um, I think that, you know, that old saying that people just don't understand until they're standing there is you are the equivalent of the people that stand around you. So, you know, my mom, her saying back in the, you know, long time ago, because like I said, she's in her 80s now. She's like, you lay down with dogs, you come up with fleas, you know? So, oh, yeah. No, well said. Well said. That was the old saying, but it's still, you know, if you surround yourself with success, then you are mm -hmm. success. So having those nice negative naysayers, you know, they bring you down and you don't realize how much they're bringing you down until those voices are silent. And you're like, oh, okay. So the only negative voice that's left is in my head and I can shut that one up. Right. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> it's gone, right? <laughs> no, but I, I think, Pinky, that's, that's huge information. And as always, just everybody out there, I'm going to have links in the comments down below so that you can learn and grow. Uh, feel free to chime in in the comments. I mean, if there's certain podcasts that Pinky had mentioned that you love, you know, give it a thumbs up, share some of the ones that you like to consume. I mean, this is a community. This is a live show. We want people to get involved. Uh, so but marketing is got a good podcast too. Okay. So, uh, social, social media marketing world. Yes. Uh, their podcast is great. So if you are looking to like learn more about how to be better at LinkedIn or, you know, how to do a better Facebook ad that performs better, those are good little podcasts that if you're driving around and you just have a few minutes to like, oh, oh, okay, I could do that with my next Facebook ad, you know, then it just gives you a little insight to, you know, because so many people now, like they're trying to play catch up with social media mm -hmm. and they're trying to understand and they're so overwhelmed and it's like, okay, you got to take it one step at a time and you got to breathe through this, you yeah. know, but it's not as difficult as it seems. You just have to pay attention. And basically my girlfriend and Michelle and I were just talking about this when you're on Facebook, especially Facebook, cause that's obviously the main one, but mm -hmm. there is a point as a real estate agent in any bit entrepreneur where you turn the channel and you go from being a person on Facebook to becoming a marketer on Facebook and it changes the dimensions of like, Oh, should I really post this negative thought that I'm having right now? Like, 
Is that good for my brand? Is that what I want people to remember about me? You know, should I say this, you know, negative innuendo about somebody not cleaning their lockbox at their door? That's, I mean, you've seen those posts. Oh yeah, for sure. And what people forget is that every time you put a post up on social media and you read it, you are the one reading it. So you're mm -hmm. consuming it with your own inner dialogue. So you're thinking that that person is posting directly to you. Right. You're going, did I, did I interact with this chick today? With my <laughs> box? Like, is she, is she calling me out? Like, and you just do, it's just the natural. So that's also why video is so powerful mm -hmm. because people think you're talking to them. So then when I come to a conference and they come running up to me and they're like, Hey, Pinky. And I'm like, hi, how are hey. you? <laughs> I feel like I know you on XYZ one, two, three of, you know, Instagram. And I'm like, Oh, that's you. Oh, that's so cool. So, but you know, and that's, that's the truth of it is that, you know, you have to realize what you're putting out there. So for me, social media marketing world podcast has been great for understanding what it means to be a marketer on social media, not just a person who's consuming the content. Well said. And I like the fact that you, you added that in there because so many real estate professionals that are watching or listening to this, or if you're general and consumer out of the business, um, social media marketing world is, is a well diverse, uh, platform. It's not like an Inman where Inman is directed towards real estate professionals. Social media marketing world is for marketers and for all industries. Yeah. So I love that because then you're picking and choosing different thought processes. And I love the fact that you're not just getting it from one source because you can pick and choose things that work for you, for your brand, for your message and what you're trying to accomplish for your life and then make the, the super pinky, if you will. Right. And for everybody out there who's doing the same thing with their brand and business. Uh, so yeah, this has been great. I mean, pinky, this has been an amazing time just hanging out with you on this chat and hopefully everybody's really just soaking this in and really getting tons of information from it. I know I have. Um, I want to wrap this up with a final question. And yep. this ends up being the quote or mantra that sums you up as a person, as a professional. What's that look like for Sue Pinky Benson? Uh, well, it's a Mark Twain quote. And it is the two most important days of your life are the day that you are born and the day you find out why. Wow. And that has been, you know, really huge, important to me. As you know, my son's name, uh, Sawyer. Yeah. I have on that Samuel. So I have this Mark Twain kind of vibe going through uh, throughout my life. Um, so for me, uh, you know, knowing what, what, what is important to me and, and why I'm here um, is something that resonates with me on a daily basis. So. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I love that. And I'm a, I'm a huge Mark Twain fan myself as well going into it. I, I've been to the, the Mark Twain house in uh, Connecticut. So, I haven't uh, been there yet, but I've been to where he's buried in Elmira, New York. Yeah. Get out of here. It's, it's on my list. Um, but I, I think that's awesome. And again, but that quote is, is so powerful. 